As health and wellness providers, we know that better patient outcomes require a whole person, multidisciplinary approach that we just can't provide on our own. That's why I've started the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I'll be bringing you interviews with experts, tips, tricks, secrets, resources, systems, and solutions so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And creating your wellness center won't feel like starting over. started with another episode of Wellness Center Creators, I'd like to take a moment to highlight our sponsor, Jane. Jane is a complete practice management software that makes it easy to book, chart, bill, and get paid all online. The team at Jane knows that getting paid is one of, if not the most important parts of running your practice. With that in mind, they've created a fully integrated PCI compliant payment solution called Jane Payments that makes for a convenient online payment experience for you and your clients. With Jane Payments, you can collect credit card info through your online booking or intake forms, send one-click payment request emails or SMS for outstanding balances, and you'll never need to leave Jane to reconcile payments. Curious to learn more? Head to jane.app backslash payments You can also use the code wellness1mo, wellness one month, at the time of sign up for a one month grace period on your new Jane account. A small gift from Jane to you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Today on the show, we have Amanda Cox and Madison McElroy. Welcome. Um, If you could both introduce yourselves, please. Hello, world. Uh, My name is Amanda Cox, and I am a co-founder of the Hive Wellness Center. Hi, my name is Madison McElroy, and I am also a co-founder of the Hive Wellness Center. And tell us a bit about the Hive as we get started today. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Madison and I kind of had the same vision for bringing inclusive wellness to Columbus, Indiana, which is where we're from. And so we joined forces uh, about a year and a half ago to kind of bring the hive to our community. And the vision behind the hive is to bridge the gap between physical and mental health, providing education for wellness services, such as physical activity, mental health services, wellness coaching, and kind of anything else in between that you can think of. Wonderful. So let's jump right in. What does inclusivity mean to you? Yeah. So inclusivity to me, it means that when you walk into the room, you don't have to think like, is this for me? If you think about it as somebody who maybe walks into a department store uh, and they they have the luxury of kind of being like, cool, I'm pretty sure because I live in a straight size body, um, this is going to fit me. Or I'm pretty sure that because I'm an able body, I can fit into the stalls in the bathroom and whatnot. So those things, you know, you're, you kind of have that luxury of not of walking into a room rather or a store and not stressing about, is this place for me? And so that's what inclusivity is. You're not thinking about, is this place for me? You walk in and you know that the person is going to be accommodating and helpful 
and also not make you feel weird about it. I think that's the really important part of inclusivity to make sure that you also just feel welcome and not icky or a burden when you leave. Absolutely. So we're talking about this in the context of the wellness industry. Madison, did you want to chime in there as well? I would piggyback off of what Amanda said. And to me, inclusivity means making sure that everyone who walks in the door and whoever has contact with us, they feel welcome, they feel respected and valued, no matter who they are or where they come from. So Madison, I wonder if you could start us off with, you know, your personal definition of wellness, because this is a it's a broad topic. It means a lot of things to a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So what does it mean to you? It's to me, wellness means being as intuitive as possible, living as intuitively as possible. And everything that we do, everything that we see kind of tells us we need to do the opposite of that. And, you know, a lot of that, if I'm talking about like diets, it's about restricting. And wellness definitely just to me means leaning into that intuition. And it's really hard to do because like I said, we've been trained not to do that. So yeah. Amanda, did you want to add to that at all? Yeah, for me, wellness means having the capacity, having the capacity to say yes to taking on a challenge, having the capacity to do something for a friend or step outside of your comfort zone when you don't have the capacity because your mental health or your finances or your body is so stressed that you don't have the ability to say yes to things that to me is unwell. So well or wellness means that you are able to say yes to the things that are maybe extra in your life or you know, even just things that make you happy in your life. And so I work with clients that are in our network in order to help them to say yes to those things and have the capacity. That is the the most in alignment definition of wellness for me personally that I've ever heard. And that's how that's how I've always felt about it uh, in my own life and for the clients and patients that come to our wellness center and healthcare clinic, beautifully said, beautifully said and very succinct. And, and it means that capacity is different for everyone, you know, and it's not for some people it's, it doesn't even feel like the extra things. It just feels like the capacity to do the normal things. Like you were saying, like the things that make you happy and even content, right? It doesn't have to be extra. Let's yep, talk exactly. In, you know, in the context of business ownership in the wellness industry, talk to our audience about health at every size. This is a a model of working that is getting more and more traction, thankfully. Um, But tell everyone what that's about and inclusive wellness in general and sort of how do you how do you approach it in your business? And then we'll get to how do we help others approach it in theirs? Yep. So health at every size uh, or haze is definitely not something we made up. It's definitely a movement. It's a mindset. Um, it, 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 It almost is um, a way to reframe wellness. I think a lot of people get confused with healthy at every size and we know that's not true. Right. So but what health at every size means is that you are able to have health at every size. And so instead of being like, well, 
when I am dot, 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 I'll be able to be healthy. And it's like, actually, you can enjoy health um, and, and all of the capacities of health at every size. For us, inclusivity goes beyond movement and ability and format. It actually goes everywhere to even being able to pay for services. So we offer free or donation-based services. We make sure that when we are asking for payment, it's in alignment with, you know, either how much we have to pay or our services so that people don't feel excluded. Because I am a strong believer that wellness and fitness is actually a right, not a privilege. It's not something that only privileged people should be able to participate or access. So to me, when we're talking about inclusivity, actually, Financing and payment is one of the pillars that I think is even more important than access to different types of modalities, if that makes sense. Madison? Yeah, so I, Amanda was talking about the financial side. You know, we, we're both fitness professionals by trade. And a lot of the way, a lot of the exposure that we're getting are through events called workshop workouts. And we, prioritize making sure that every person who comes to these, like she said, a lot of the, all of these are free, that specific thing that we're doing for the workshop workout, it's always free. But everyone who comes in, they can expect to have access to the space, they can get a movement that is for them. So like she said, size inclusive, we are movement inclusive. So no matter what anyone's capability are, if they're on crutches, if they're in a wheelchair, they're going to be able to come in and they're going to be able to expect uh, a workout movement for them as well. And then the workshop, we try to make sure everyone's comfortable. We've got stadium chairs in the space that we use. We've got bolsters. So just making sure that everyone can be comfortable and served. Yeah. Hey there, I'm Katie and I'm part of the team here at Jane. Jane is a practice management software that can help you run your business with intuitive features like online booking, scheduling, charting, and billing. And if you've ever wanted to increase your practice revenue without increasing your hours, we have a solution for you. Jane Payments is a PCI-compliant payment solution that allows you to save credit cards securely on file, collect outstanding balances through email or text, bring in additional revenue with online gift cards and automated memberships, and reconcile reports, all without having to leave Jane. Come see for yourself at jane.app forward slash payments. So when you think about, you know, tips and tools and resources for other business owners, you know, most of our listeners are business owners in the health and wellness industry. So how can they start to incorporate health at every size and a more inclusive approach to how they're doing business, whether that's using fitness and movement or otherwise, you know, any other modality? I think it's important for the business owner to take a step back and say, how am I losing business by being exclusive? And actually, you know, you think about being exclusive as cool, but we actually think it's lame. So where am I losing money by being exclusive? Because honestly, inclusivity is lovely and wonderful for a social movement, but it's also better for business when you allow someone to spend money on your product and um, on your services, you are 
acquiring a bigger piece of the pie essentially. So yeah, so I would, I wouldn't be, don't want to go super specific to like pigeonhole creativity, but it's like, okay, how am I being exclusive in my business? Again, is it with finances? Is it with movement? Is it with offerings? Like, do you only offer uh, movement at night or on weekends or in the mornings, right? Like even that would be inclusive, exclusive, right? So how are you getting in your own way by excluding a certain part of the population that has income to spend on your resources and on your services? I hope that makes sense. It does. Absolutely. I Where I get curious, and I think other people would have this question is, do you have other employees who work for you? And do you pay them to be working during these times when you have, um, you know, free services happening or sliding scale services happening? And how do you do that logistically? Yeah, great question. So no, it's just Madison and I. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I understand that, that is a uh, a challenge, but that is something that we've looked at in, in our finances. And when we bring on people and we bring on employees, that'll be definitely something. We are firm believers in paying for your service providers. We've both been in the fitness industry for 12 years and the fitness industry has this, I don't know what it is, toxic trait where because we love what we do and because it's fun and because it's movement and because it's glamorous sometimes, you should be okay for, to, to do it for little to even no money or to be asked to do it for free. And that has been something that Madison and I are super passionate about not letting that happen. So whatever it takes, whether that means um, making something else more expensive, whether that means making sure that financially we make sound decisions, not you know expanding before we can cover our employees, because the better the employee facing the client is and the and the more comfortable they feel the better the product the more communal the space is going to be and so i would rather pay that employee for their time than have the newest shiniest piece of equipment because to me that is the best investment madison do you have any additional tips for business owners on how to incorporate health at every size and uh, and start to build a more inclusive business so I, I focus uh, more on like the fitness side where uh, Amanda's a lot on like the pr- practitioner side. So something that we've both been passionate about is making sure that there is education for being size inclusive. And we both have followed the Size Inclusive Training Academy or CETA is another way to say it with Louise Green. And that is a certification on top of um, like a personal training or group fitness certification that is specific to being size inclusive. And you have to have a certification prior to getting the Size Inclusive Training um, Academy certification, but that is definitely the best continuing education we have found. And we're going to encourage every single individual that comes in to teach fitness for us to get that certification. Awesome. That sounds like a great resource. So Amanda, what would you say your goals are for the hive for this coming year? Yeah, we got big goals and big dreams this year for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Number one is always, um, you know, spreading that wide net to make sure that, um, our community knows that we exist, right? We've only been around since May of last year. So uh, people will still be like, what's that? Who are you? And even though we 
post and blast and share and, or, you know, we're so loud and we, we feel like, you know, but you're only in your own echo chamber. So number one is just brand recognition, people knowing who we are. Um, we have another goal of, you know, raising capital to, you know, really support some of our goals. And our big one this year is to, you know, get into our own space right now. We sublease or kind of borrow space from different companies or businesses around Columbus to host our events. And we have done a really good job of, um, one collaborating, but also two making sure those spaces are inclusive, right? So when we don't have control over the size of the door or the elevator or whatever it might be, but we make sure that if we're going into a space, then that is happening, right? So then we have to make sure that's going to continued um, in our space. And then the other big goal is to, um, we have three practitioners in our orbit. We have uh, some people like a DEI coach, a a self-acceptance confidence boosting coach. And then we also have a behavioral health coach that all are in our network. And so kind of all five of us teaming up under one roof to keep building our message and to keep being more inclusive. Uh, we just checked a big goal off of our list, which was getting our website up and running, um, hivecolumbus.com, shameless plug. Uh, it is beautiful and wonderful, and we're super proud of how it came out. Those are amazing dreams ahead. And I can tell already, this is the first time I'm meeting you both. And I can tell that you will achieve those goals. You will make it happen. And you're already impacting your community in such a big way. So you have an amazing goal setting webinar that you would love to share with our audience. If you could tell us more about that and how to take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea came around in December when we were talking about resolutions. And resolution to me is a giant upheaval of your life. And that never, ever, ever works, right? Unless it's something that like absolutely needs to happen, which like normally when we're talking about health and wellness or, you know, any sort of goal, it does not absolutely need to happen right now, life or death situation, right? It's usually one of those things where it's like, you know, my life would be 10% better if Da, 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 da. So we're getting rid of the word uh, resolution and starting to use the word goal. And sometimes even goal sounds icky to people because it's like, it's a black and white, I did or I didn't. And again, for some people that works, but really for most people, they need either like a sliding scale or some gray or instead of a massive pendulum, they need something in the middle and finding neutrality around their language, around what they define as success. So that webinar is going to just help them, you know, feel a little bit more, I would say, confident and comfortable getting into goal setting um, as opposed to a giant upheaval of your life. Love it. Sounds like a great offering. And how can people work with you in general? How can they find you? So um, like Amanda said, we have our new website and that is one way that people can connect with us. We also are very active on social medias, Instagram and Facebook. If anyone wants to work with us, they can go to either of those and both of them are just Hive Columbus and it will pop up. It has uh, a booking system on there, both a contact email for Amanda and I, and we're both very responsive to messages. So that's how people can connect with us. Wonderful. Amanda and Madison, it has been a pleasure chatting with you today. And I'm sure people will be able to utilize the resources you've shared. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much.
Thanks so much for listening to the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please visit our website at wellnesscentercreators.com for more show notes and additional episodes. Plus, if you do have time, please subscribe to the podcast and please consider rating and reviewing the show. That will help other people find us. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time on the Wellness Center Creators Podcast. Thank you.